your Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and make sure to tell them Locked On sent you. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we begin a look at the biggest moves made throughout the NHL with Spoked Z of NHL Twitter fame. We'll talk about some of the biggest winners and losers of free agency so far, some of the craziest moves. You name it, free agency-wise, we will cover it in what will likely be a two-part conversation. My name is Seth Topal, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer, uh, including the last couple of seasons, exclusively covering your favorite Minnesota hockey team. Welcome into our Thursday episode, and uh, I hope everybody's recovered from what happened in free agency yesterday. But we're going to have a great time discussing everything that went down, everything that could still happen. Uh, our friend Spoke Z is here to uh, help us break it all down. And uh, welcome in, my friends. What a crazy day uh, in the NHL. Yeah, just another day, you know, nothing nothing out of the ordinary. Not like a it, – no, it, it's been complete <laughs> chaos from before noon. Like they were getting leaked before noon, and then they just kept happening, and then they kept happening. They're still happening. There's been like, I don't know, 2 million signings in yeah. the past like 30 minutes. So. It feels like that. It's just like, and it's it's every player from the, the top end prominent guys to the ones that Seattle is taking purely based off of analytics that we're all like, who? Who is this? Yep. So it's, it has encompassed pretty much every single player you could think of. That doesn't mean that every team has had like a wildly successful free agency period. Uh, I'm looking right at you, Carolina Hurricanes. Um, fresh off of the uh, Alex Nijelkovic uh, blunder and uh, subsequent trade to the Detroit Red Wings, the Hurricanes then let Jonathan Bernier sign with the New Jersey Devils, uh, and it seemed pretty evident that he was not going to sign with Carolina for some reason, so basically just gave Nijelkovic away for nothing and some uh, some pretty sketchy free agent signings. So I guess the first spot that I want to go with this is what is Carolina doing? What uh, what would you say your overall plan is? Uh, what would you say you do here, Carolina Hurricanes? It's they're really weird. I'm just looking at their cap friendly page now with all these new guys, and it's like, first of all, they really messed up with Dougie Hamilton, only offering him like less than a million of what he was already making. Jeez. And then he goes and signs for nine. So it didn't even come close. So made it pretty clear. You didn't really even want him back. Now, both of your goalies are new. Who knows how they're going to play in front of this new defense where half the D is new. Ian Cole, Ethan bear, Tony D'Angelo. That'll be interesting. So I actually like the Josh Levo signing though. I like Josh Levo, but. He's not going to, I mean, he's not going to do a ton, but that'll be a good depth scoring winger, I guess. But I mean, just, I, I don't like what they did 
a whole lot at all. But I think losing Dougie Hamilton is going to suck. And they still have to sign Svechnikov. So let's see. They have, I mean, they have enough space to do it, but it's just a weird, really weird, like two days for Carolina. And I, I, I can't, I cannot emphasize how much of a mistake letting Hamilton walk and not even really trying to re-sign him. I think that's going to really hurt them a lot. You know what? It, you know what it's, and I, I have nothing to go off of with this claim, but it seems to me every now and again we have like NHL owners who have no idea what they're doing that want to get involved and are like, no, this is what we need to do. We need to make these kinds of things happen, and we need to not sign particular players. I don't know if that's the case here, but it sure seems like a really weird pivot for a team that um, you know got into the playoffs this past season and then all of a sudden is like, you know what? We're going in a whole different direction. So I don't know, I don't know if it's owner interference, but I also don't have anything to suggest that it's not owner interference. And it seems like he's had his hands in literally every part of hockey ops, which I think 99% of the GMs in the league will tell you is like their worst nightmare. Like I know when uh, Brian Burke interviews for GM jobs, he would tell the owner that there's two hands on the steering wheel and they're both his. And the owner has no say in any hockey related decision other than okaying money. And it seems like Dundon just has like, I know he goes to all the hockey ops meetings. He's not, he's like learning hockey. Yeah. But like, especially if you're a team like Carolina, like you don't want that at all. That being said, since he came in, they have kind of like skyrocketed in terms of like attendance, success. Guys want to go there. Guys want to play for Rod Brindamore. Rod, Rod clearly wants to be there. But like, this is just, this, this offseason just seems so weird for them and like yeah. way out of, character for what they were doing before um so we'll see how it works out i guess yeah best of luck to them i mean it's a bold strategy to just be like we're gonna let a bunch of our top guys go and we're just gonna sign people that are not not them to uh to fill those spots so (laughs) yeah good work good luck um see what their power play looks like oh boy i we okay we have to we have to dissect this next one a lot it was a move that was made that basically was made for the full intent that neither team was going to have to take on the cap hit. I'm, of course, talking about Marc-Andre Fleury, who was uh, was dealt from Vegas to Chicago, and it sounds like he's just going to retire. Like, And I honestly, I can't fault him for that. Like, Gave a lot to Vegas, wanted to play with Vegas. Vegas was like, we need money, and so you're gone. And it's just like... It's as weird of a trade as you could possibly get because it seems like the intention for both teams was to just get rid of the cap hit. And it was not there there was nothing in it about acquiring a Vesna winning goalie, one of the best goalies in our generation. It was all about just just take the cap hit and then just he'll just retire and you don't have to pay it either. It's just insanity. Yeah, I want to hear more from Chicago side because I know I don't think they were planning on. I don't think they 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 don't want that cap hit at all. No, that's the thing. Like so, they I'm sure they're fully intending on him playing. Um, I mean it makes sense, I guess, but uh, the whole I mean the whole thing felt kind of like weird and gross almost. I mean like the dude that was 
You're the face of your franchise fan favorite everywhere it goes. Mark Andre Fleury, like awesome dude, very vocal about not wanting to go anywhere, wanting to retire in Vegas. And like, if I get traded, I will probably retire or whatever. And they, without even telling him like, yeah, we got to move him real quick. And the part that really like the guy wins a Vesna and then a cup, like a month later, he's traded for literally nothing like that prospect. Who's not even really a prospect who's now going to go play in a shared organization in the AHL, like it just feels kind of like dirty, I guess, but I don't know. I, I hope he, I kind of hope he plays, but, but that's just what Vegas has been doing. Like now it's pretty clear that they don't care, which like, yeah, you kind of have to respect it a little bit. Like there's a lot of times GMs make way too many sentimental decisions and like, don't pull the trigger on stuff like that. That's going to either make them better or whatever. Like they're, they're, goal every year clearly is to win since they've been there which like you got to respect that but like i don't know that one just didn't feel very good <laughs> like i just like didn't like that at all yeah it's it's like you have you know like you said the hometown discount the sentimental transactions this is like if you take the slider and you go all the way to the business side of it like no no sort of even emotion or feeling about any of this they just cranked the like business decision slider all the way to 100 and are just oh, like yeah. We're just going to do it, and uh, you'll just have to deal with it. Um, that uh, that seems like a perfect spot to uh, to pivot, and so we will continue our conversation with Spoke Z. Next, you're on Locked on Wild. It's time to take your sports betting to the next level at betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports action. Major League Baseball is gearing up for the stretch run, and you can track all the action at betonline.ag. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NHL, and all your favorite UFC and MMA action, too. So before the next pitch, head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. So head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code LOCKEDON at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Continuing our chat with Spoked Z, talking NHL free agency and some of the uh, more eye-opening moves from the first day of NHL free agency and since we're on the goalie theme, I guess it makes sense that we just go to some of the other weird goalie things that happened today. Um, Dallas deciding that if you have three goalies, you, uh, you know, why not? Uh, Braden Holdby, who was bought out earlier uh, in the offseason. In fact, I think that happened this week. Signs with the Dallas Stars. So now you've got uh, Anton Kudobin, Ben Bishop, and Braden Holtby. And so it seems like one of those guys is going to have to be elsewhere but i don't know maybe they just maybe they just stock up i mean and ottinger who's like their guy he was on my fantasy team last year and was actually like a legit serviceable backup goalie he's a good goalie he's young he's probably i mean he is going to be their goalie of the future but um yeah i don't know why they felt like they had to go get holpy unless they're definitely gonna i don't know what their plan is with ben bishop um, Dobin has been great for them. They may not have a plan. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm, I just for, I keep forgetting what his 
they, now they have so many GD goalies. There, I almost <laughs> don't saved it. Um, like I don't even know what they're gonna do. Uh, is he? Oh no, he is signed. Okay, we have two more years. Yeah, they have four goalies. I don't know. But like I just don't know why they needed Holby. Like he, he had a really. He's been bad for like three years, like really bad, to the point where he couldn't even finish a two-year contract in Vancouver, and they just had to bring him in. Like Ottinger's clearly ready. They have Hudobin. So like that's a good one, two, cheap. I don't I, I I don't know what the hell they're doing. They must be planning something else because like they can't have all these guys. No. I don't know if they're gonna try to like will they buy out Ben Bishop? I don't know. Like unless they were I just don't yeah, he has a full oh, he waived for Seattle or whatever, but Jeez. right now with those guys not including Ottinger, they're up to like ten and a half million on goalies. So I mean it's not like astronomical, but it's a lot. It's a lot for four guys, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe they did it to keep him away from the Avalanche. I don't know if they would have gone sniffing around that route, but um, I don't know. Like, it just it, it gets to where you're trying to like put pieces like that together because it makes no sense. I they they have to be trying to figure out a way to move Ben Bishop. Like they have to. Didn't play last year. He was really hurt the year before. Um, he makes what is it four? What does he make? Four nine? Yeah, four nine. Thirty four years old. They must be planning something with him. I, I bet they were trying to get rid of him. I bet they really wanted him to go to Seattle. Yeah, that's. Um, um, I don't know why they would do well, with Seattle. Who knows what they're thinking? Dear ever. God, no. It, Ron Ron Francis. It's a weird team now. Ron Francis Very may as well team. be helming another sport as their GM. With yeah, the way that he. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. He looks like that dude looks like a World War II fighter pilot. <laughs> he does. You just look at him, you're like, yeah, you should be wearing a scarf. He looks grizzled. A black leather bomber. He looks grizzled and tired all the time. And I mean, I think it was a pretty good indication of how things are going to go when their number two overall pick accidentally sent him to voicemail um, during the NHL drafts. Um, Oops. Oops. Yeah. I would, I'd do the same thing. If Ron Francis called me right now, I would just say, um, sorry, I'm I'm in the middle of something. I'll uh, I'll call you back, or not? Would you? I I don't know. I, would... I, if that if I if I had a call from Ronnie Francis, I'd probably pick up halfway through the first ring, and just and just try to keep him on the phone forever. And never, Hello, never <laughs> what you got, Francis? Tell us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Another. Another goalie thing that happened today was obviously the Colorado Avalanche lost out on Philip Grubauer, who went to the Seattle Kraken on was like a five- or six-year deal. So that left an opening for the Avalanche, and they pounced by giving up a first-round pick and a uh, promising defenseman for Darcy Kemper. Noted wild killer Darcy Kemper. That's not mm-hmm. accurate. Um. I don't know. It feels it feels like an overpay at the same time. He's he's solid. He's serviceable, and it just means then that you don't have to give Devin Dubnik sixty starts. I am conflicted on this one. I'm very high on Connor Timmins. I thought the Blackhawks really messed up last year when they did the sod trade. They retained a million of sod salary and got like literally nothing. Uh. I thought if they were going to retain any money, that uh, like the no-brainer. You ask for Connor Timmins. Yeah, he's he's unbelievable. He's a really good player. Um, 
And the fact they had to give up him and a first round pick in this draft, which is a really good draft for potentially one year of Darcy Kemper, who is also injured all the time. It feels really bold, I guess. He played 27 games this year, 29 games the year before. Great goalie when he's healthy, like really one of the best goalies. Yeah. And a really good world championship. So, I mean, it could, I mean, on the face of it, it could work out really well for the Avalanche, especially if they end up re-signing him and he stays there long-term and he stays healthy, then that could be a big win. But like losing a first round pick next year and a really, really promising right shot D prospect. Again, I mean, they have the luxury of hopefully winning a Stanley cup. So it's a 32nd overall pick and they have Kale McCarr, Sam, their defense core is a joke. So yeah. So I guess it makes sense in that regard, but that's a lot for one year of Darcy Kemper. It's a lot. So hopefully he gets healthy and can stay and it works out for him. Cause if so, then that's, he's, be- I mean, if, when he's at his best and he's healthy, he's 10 times better than uh Bauer. So, yeah, yeah, that's, it'll, it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm of the belief and I saw this on Twitter as well, that somebody else got involved with Kemper Edmonton. And- Edmonton's been in on everybody, so might as well. they have got the ones that nobody (laughs) wants. I don't know what they're doing. That's like getting into a bidding war at a garage sale with somebody, and the person knows, like, I can spend a little bit more to get basically like a brand new (laughs) version of this. And so you kind of bid for a little bit, but then you're like, you know what? All yours. And yeah. That's like storage wars. Yes. Where they go and they buy the without even looking. They just go, yeah, we'll take this whole thing. We'll take all of it. Edmonton has just, they have just, they bought all the lockers and none of them had anything in them. Entire facility. They bought an entire facility of storage lockers without opening anything and looking at them and looking, doing any kind of investigation into what could possibly be in those storage things. And they are going to find out that there is literally nothing in there. That team Thanks. The only it's going to be a Ken shame. Holland's a double agent. Yeah, I'm convinced. Yeah, I mean, he could just be trying to uh, trying to ruin what they had already. I think he built. is. I think that's what's going on. Because you know they've been doing such great things in Edmonton, and it's not like they have yeah. two prime really players who are going to leave when their contracts are done because they don't put anything around them. Um, They're just nailing it. Just like. <laughs> Can, at, at least it's the Bart Simpson cake gif. At least you try. Mm, yeah, kind of throw it away. Technically, should yeah. we just talk about Edmonton? Mm-hmm. I would love to talk about Edmonton. Let's let's discuss a team that it seems like is making the most moves out of anyone in the entirety of the NHL, other than Ron Francis, and is doing nothing with those moves. Ooh. Let's see. I mean, where do I even? Mike Smith. So you're starting goalie. He is 50 years old. Uh, had a great year in the worst division. Uh, still have Koskinen. They trade their first round pick with the Minnesota Wild who then takes the goalie that they should have taken with the pick that they just traded, who's potentially a generational 
future franchise goaltender. Yeah. He's going to be real they good. Opt, and they opt to just not take him. They opt to sit that one out. Uh, and then they lose Adam Larson. And then they bring in four years of Cody CC to replace him, who was okay in Pittsburgh as a number six with not a ton of responsibility. They bring in Duncan Keith. They trade Ethan Bear. I mean, I just like looking at their cat friendly page right now, and it's like, oh my god! Like there, it's it's bad. Everything they're doing is just so confusing and bad and terrible. I will say they did make one signing today that I liked, but Derek Ryan's pretty old. That's a really good four C. He's really good. Uh, That's about it. I don't hate bringing in Warren Fogle. Zach Hyman's seven years is legitimately insane. Oh my god! I this team is in this is a wild team. You couldn't get rid of Kyle Terrace. I mean, this is bad. Like what? <laughs> like what universe did Ken Holland think that this would be like? They have to do something right now because I think they have one point two million in space, and they have to re-sign Fogel oh. Yamamoto. With one, which they literally can't even do with 1.2 million. Who, like, they need those two. They have to, like, they really have to sign both of them. They have 1.2 million dollars in space. I, Ken Holland hates them, I think. Jeez. I think he hates, I think he hates the Oilers. I think he hates the city of Edmonton. He might even hate Canada. I don't know. <laughs> Just got yeah. a lot of things, a lot of things going on that Ken Holland is not a fan of. Double agent, I swear to God. Like, I'm just looking at their page. It's insane, dude. Like, I, I don't know. What the, I just don't. Whatever. At what I point? worked out for him. At what point does the NHL intervene? And I mean, this this would be, we're talking if we didn't have Gary Batman as commissioner, if it was any other person that was commissioner, at what point does the NHL intervene and say, you have to stop? Like, we're trying to protect you from going on a path that is going to like mothball. You just, just stop, put down the checkbook and just stop. Just, I mean, I just, I can't, I can't get around. Like it's in, like, this is the most, this is a top five weird roster in the NHL. I mean, like, oof. I mean, this is bad. This is really bad. This is like any number of Indianapolis Colts teams that Peyton Manning was the quarterback of. It's like Mm. he can cover up a lot of stuff, but there are limits to that. Yeah, I mean, again, like just any goalie would have been good. Like any other goalie, any goalie under the age of 63 (laughs) um, who's ever played goalie before. The best part is like if you go to like Oilers Twitter, half of them want they're like half half of them like hope the franchise gets like relocated because they're so miserable. <laughs> and then the other half are like going out of their way to argue with anybody on Twitter. Like, no, this is actually good. Did you not see the year that Mike Smith had? Did you not see that? It's like, no, I did see it. I definitely saw him play the same seven teams or six teams over and over and over again. I did see that. And 
he's still 60. Like, I don't know what, I just don't get it. Like, I don't know what they're doing at all. They could have just not signed Tyson Berry to three years and given him what? 4 million, 4.5 million. They could have not done that. They could have not traded Ethan bear. They could have not let Adam Larson walk. They could have just paid him. They could have done that. I mean, Tyson Berry, at least they didn't give him like eight years and like a mil, like 10 million. At least they didn't do that. I just, man, like, no, no, sorry. CC's making three, two, five, which if it was like one year, that'd be one thing, but you gave him four and Tyson Berry's four or five for three. At least that's like their power play guy. But I mean, maybe Connor McDavid can play goalie. Maybe they can do that and have him just running around. He'd be playing 32 minutes a night. He'd be better than Mike Smith. Rover playing Rover. (laughs) What a, what a, what a league. Ken, what are you doing? Um, Kenny, baby. Let's um, let's finish up this first part because this, I mean, with with what we've covered right now, this is this is clearly going to be a two parter. So let's just finish mm-hmm. with this first day with a little bit of wild discussion because I have an interesting theory that I need to run by you that was suggested on Twitter uh, by uh, a right. couple of uh, a couple of contributors to the uh, ten thousand takes site beauties yes absolute uh, ab- absolute a plus yeah let's okay locked on wild is anti celine dion and mm-hmm. survivor is now on that list as well um yeah it happened again mm. so oh, that's right like we're coming for you celine like yeah celine's done she's had her time it's yeah it's time to it's time to move on um Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? Who knows? And wait while the person behind the counter orders all the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? RockAuto.com is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. They have everything you need from brake parts and tail lamps to motor oil and even new carpet. So go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. All at rockauto.com. I saw suggested because the Wild needs some veteran defensemen to fill out their uh, their lines, their blue lines, because lost Ryan Suter, lost Carson Soucy until we reacquire him from uh, Seattle, which was suggested by another member of 10,000 Takes, uh, Mr. Jake Jensen. Shout out there. Um, we got three defensemen that need to be replaced, and I saw suggested Zidane Chara to bring some grits, bring some fight, bring some oomph. Would you be in favor? Would that be a good move for the Wild to try to do? Ooh, let me finish pouring this beer out. <laughs> this, is, this is a lot to take in right now. Uh, I mean, uh, sure. I'm into it. You know, he can kind of still play a little bit. Uh, he's a god. 
He's a freak. He gets more in shape every year. It's kind of terrifying. He can still rip off like 40 pull-ups. It's terrifying. You oh should my see God. him. There's videos of him every when he was in Boston. They would like gather around when they're doing the fitness test and the pull-up comp. Every he was like 40 years old, ripping off like 32 pull-ups. It was like this guy is so scary. It's the most terrifying human being on the face of the earth. I honestly don't know what I would do if he ended up in Minnesota. Personally, as <laughs> spoke to Z, I don't know what. I really don't know what I'd do with myself. Uh, if he's going to be on your third pair, he's not playing 20 minutes a night. He's pretty much a D zone face off and PK guy only. It can work. The problem is he can't move. Like he really can't move anymore. And like, he was never fast to begin with, but yeah. when I tell you it's like bad now, it's like, it's, it's bad. Fortunately, he's like 50. Yeah. So he's every ref's favorite guy. So he can, he, it's, you should, we were all like complaining about like the obstruction in the playoffs when it was Vegas and Minnesota and like every play, it was like basically like choke slamming dudes when they're yeah. trying to go around the Vegas defense. Char just gets away with it. It's legitimately incredible <laughs> what they let him get away with. And it's very funny. Um, they will, they would lo- unbelievable, obviously unbelievable locker room guys play forever. He'd be beloved. Uh, he'll beat everybody up. Everybody, literally everybody. Um, I mean, he can still play. It's just, yeah. I don't know how, it would, I don't see the fit. I just don't see it. I mean, yeah. is he going to play with Kalen Addison? You know, like, I that mean, that's be... how McAvoy, that's how Carlo in Boston, that's how they kind of came up. They played with Char, but that's when he wasn't 50. He was like 40. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, I mean, it could work. It'll be cheap. One year. Does he want to go to Minnesota? I don't know. Um, Does he like to fish? He's not a fisher. He's definitely oh. not a fisherman. He likes to go to the gym. That's literally what he likes to do. He likes we have to work those out. here. We have those here. Big time vegan guy. Hmm. Uh, I think it, yeah, it could be fine. I just like, you look at who they lost. It's like, I guess that's your Ian Cole replacement. Right. And I guess. Yeah. And he I was, mean, he was definitely, he was more of a like 15 ish minutes a night kind of a guy. And here, like, and I don't know how Char would handle that. I don't know. Like he's a very, I can tell you he's a very prideful human being. Yeah. So like if they were like, Hey, you'll play 14, 15 minutes. He might be like, nah, I'm not going to do that. Well, and um, like, well, I don't know. It, it would make me, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. It would make me really nervous. Um, but I mean, you look at the back end. Now you have Spurgeon, Brody, and Dumb, uh, Goose. Couple of those guys are really mobile, but like he, I'm telling, like it's very funny. Like he's very much not mobile. Like he's, <laughs> he's just not, but he's still good. He can still play. Yeah, he can still in get the playoffs versus Boston. He got exposed, and it was bad. Like I mean, one of the games they really needed to win, obviously, as playoffs. But like he didn't, they didn't play in the last eight minutes. Like his whole thing was shut down. Like he's pure shut down. And they, they, he was, he didn't play the last eight minutes of the game in the playoffs. So. I'm trying to think of who else is still available. They're not, they don't have a ton of money to spend. So that, I mean, he could be the guy, I guess. And realistically, if he was with Addison, like it'd be a good guy for Addison to play with, I guess. 
Um, that would become learn a lot because he's an unbelievable teammate leader vet. Obviously, he's been around literally since I was like two. That would be hands down um, my favorite like D pairing probably of my lifetime. Mm-hmm. It'd be very funny. Addison's got he's got the flow going. Something that I cannot boast. Um, also has just just one of the best mustaches in the entire NHL. So. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a, that'd be a hell of a line pairing those two, but it's it's a, it would be, I mean, yeah, man. Given who's available now is UFA. Kulikov's going to cost you money. Ryan Murray's going to cost you money. Um, who else is still available? Like they like they went quick. These UFAs. Like I don't know. I mean, he could be the guy. I guess it'd be interesting. I know Billy Garen loves him. Yeah. So. I mean, you might even be better off trying to get like a John Merrill out of Montreal. You know, he's or, a big boy. Or just um, just Plays saying hard, just saying pretty please and having Ron Francis trade us back Carson Soucy. Yeah, just give him back, dude. Yeah, come on. Hey, you we don't even uh, need him. We don't. Uh, we we kind of want him back, Ron. What do you think? Are you uh, are you, you able you think to? About that? Are you able to? How do you feel about just giving him? Be able to to part with him, and Ron would be like, yeah. I think we can make something yeah, I work. Guess so. I'm, trying, I'm trying to look now who's still UFA. Like, there's just no one. No, the no cover- one that would be like really good. Like nothing that jumps out at you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so, I mean, if he's making league minimum, it could be the guy considering you still have 22 million to take or to resign a defenseman or two Kaprizov and Fiala, maybe a center. So, Ooh. I mean, it could work. Could work. He can still play. He can still play. It's just he. You just have to leave him in the D zone. He has no offense left, uh, and he can't really move that well. So, if Addison can do that kind of leg work, then it could be fine. <laughs> well, I think the Golagoski. I think that's a good. I think that's a really good one year, five million. Yeah, like he's just been that dude forever. So yeah, I think that'll work at least. Super. I I think he's a good replacement for Suter. He can, I mean, because mm-hmm. he's gonna he's gonna be helped out immensely by um, by Spurgeon, like oh, yeah, Spurgeon will be able to take some pressure off of him, just like he did with Ryan Suter. So, yeah, I, I was, I've been I've been wondering what that what they're gonna go with that top four. I would guess I would guess uh, Goligoski would be paired with um, with Spurgeon, and then they'll go Dumba and Brodeen. Yeah. Because I mean, I remember at the beginning they were trying to do Suter with Dumba and Brody and with Spurgeon, and like some games it was good, other games it was just not good. There were other uh, games I mean, where Suter, I mean, Brody, with, Brody and Dumba, there were some games that was really bad too. So yeah, it's but it's the flow of the game. It's the uh, the game flow as we like to uh, as we like to call it. So yeah. Either way, at the at the end of the day, like the back end, they have to go cheap, and they need someone. They they can't go Addison with like another young, inexperienced player. So. Chark, yep. I guess it could work. I don't know if you want to go to Minnesota, though, to be honest. Well, we'll see. It's the option is out there, and uh, we have we have done the uh, the thorough homework on it. So we have some breaking news on Lockdown Wild. Uh, the Minnesota Wild have signed another defenseman. Dmitry Kukulov to a two-year deal. Uh, so, hey, perfect timing. Did I, I did I just butcher the last name? No, you you nailed it. Nailed it. That was really that was really good. Uh, I'm I I don't know if you're I don't know if you're pulling my leg or not. 
No, I'm not. That was good. Nailed it. So right while we're talking about the wild, funny how that works. Um, they grab another defenseman. Uh, I know nothing about him because that's that's how I roll. Um, what? Um, oh yeah, I definitely, I definitely said it wrong. It's Kulikov. No, no, yeah, I think you. I think it. I think in Russian they actually say Kukulov. I think that's how they're they're weird over there. I think they just you know mess around with the K's and the L's. I think yeah. we're good. You know, sometimes sometimes you uh, you just turn John Michael Lyles into Jean Michel Lelay just because you feel like it. Mm. Mm-hmm. It happens. There you go. What um, a beauty that guy is. What a man. Yeah. Sorry, man rocket. <laughs> Bruins legend, John Michael Isles. Yeah, the best. The best. Um, Beauty. Two-year deal, formerly of uh, New Jersey and Edmonton. Um, From what I am seeing, he's basically a stay-at-home defender, 6-1-2-10. And uh, it looks as though, as we sit here, as we live and breathe, the Minnesota Wild have found their Ian Cole replacement. That's uh, going to wrap up part one of our conversation with Spoked Z. Uh, Again, make sure to follow Locked on Wild wherever you listen to podcasts, and we will keep you up to date on any wild information, free agency, trade, contract extensions, anything that happens that is wild-related. Locked on Wild is your source for that, so make sure to check us out on social media as well, and you can find brand-new episodes of Locked on Wild every Monday through Friday as parts of the Locked on Podcast Network.